The Convention Collective at San Diego Comic-Con 2022. Salvage Marines, cast and director. Yeah, that day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Crazy. See, I met That's Jenny. the day I met Jenny. I met Jenny and Casper when they did our film, uh-huh. uh, Darkness Reigns. Yes. Where my husband wrote a part for Casper playing Casper. And then Casper's like, hey, I've got a project for you after we did that one. You and can you can this. definitely say Casper definitely and it Jenny. It kind of like branches out from them. Like the, so they're the nucleus and it all yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, all sure. right, so we just kind of stepped in. I was kind of being a, a weirdo. So do you mind going around telling me, like, what you all do in it because I just wanted to be nice but I didn't catch all that cool information so uh, Raphael Jordan co-writer co-creator I'm Shane I play Harold Marr and I'm awesome and you're gonna love it <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Porter I play Boss Wind Marsters Sean Piccinino I'm the director the hat's helpful by the way yeah. <laughs> uh, Washington I play Sarah Heist uh, Casper's wife and Ashley Mary Nunes and I play Yvonne White very cool. So how, how was it? They were talking about how physical it was in terms of running up dunes and wearing heavy uniform. Were they overselling it or is that like legit? Well, I lost a lot of weight just from swimming. <laughs> well, it was it was the perfect storm of the gear that we're wearing, how active we were. Louisiana. Louisiana in the hottest months of the year. And yeah. so they weren't overselling it. It, it was it was rough. And, that gear wasn't and, light. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't light. And those helmets are jostling around. But we, uh, I should mention Lee McDermott, who is our stunt coordinator, and he was training them. Mm-hmm. And he ran it. He ran a quite the ship, didn't he? He, he was had a like, military drill. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, okay. he had them in boot camp, like in uniform, out of uniform. They were doing push. I'm looking at them. I'm like, what do you have them doing? Yeah, I felt bad for you guys. I didn't have to wear the uniform, <laughs> so I was, I was spared. I like your last the uniform. uniform was, cool. yeah, so that's where the push-ups were improved. That, that wasn't just montage magic. Action. That was actual <laughs> improvement. <laughs> Is that an adrenaline thing, or you're a character and you just have to be in it? <laughs> oh my gosh, I've got a great story about Ashley. So we're filming the, the, the dune, like we're talking about the sand dunes, where they're all running up there. And we have these scenes, you're jumping over with Sierra, mm-hmm. sliding down the dune. It's such Badass. a cool sequence. Badass. And here comes this person flying. And by the way, we had a very limited stunt crew on that day. For whatever reason, we had like three stunt guys, and they were doing bad guys, good guys, doing the whole thing. And then our real our, our actors were doing all their own stunts and stuff. And this person comes flying over the hill, like leaping over the entire trench and landing and rolling. I'm like, who was that? And they're like, Ashley. I'm like, Ashley? It's like, a, like are you a high jumper, a long jumper? You can do some track, right? A hurdle. I did a track. I did Listen, she jumped twice as high as Casper. He admitted it. They admitted it. They said you were, they, they said you were like Olympic runner or something. We were all jaws just dropped. Like, like have, have her do all the stunts. It was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. I was very juiced to do all that. Nobody's more fit than Ashley. Most people do a 90-day thing, but you always do one right into the next. Yeah, yeah you're always on a new 90-day. As soon as that 90-day, you're on a new one. I think it was take one. As Sean said, action. We're all supposed to run to this dune spot. And I'm thinking, all right, we're actors in an outfit. I'm just going to jog. It's going to be great. And as soon as he says, action, 
there's this little girl going, <laughs> and she left us in the dust, and we're like, holy cow, and then all of us picked up our game, we were trying to keep up, and no one caught her. Well, we looked up, and then we realized there's a, dra- a drone watching us, and I remember saying this to I was Sean, and he's like, okay, so I want you to run here, go underneath, jump up, and then come down, and I'm like, I'm like, Sean, I'm 240 pounds. I said, Sean, you get three of these. I said, Sean, you got three of these. And he's like, I think we can do it in three. And sure enough, and, and then you're running, and you think you're going to dog it, and like, okay, I'm fine. They're, they're watching this And you hear that drone up, and the drone's watching everything. And so you're like, well, damn. And you're just getting up. And everybody else, and you, you've got five foot nothing, just booking, jumping over, and flipping. And I'm like, oh. She's making us all look bad. <laughs> you got you got three of these, Sean. Three of these, and I'm tapping out. Did you nail it in the three? Oh, we got it. No, he nailed it in the three. I mean, you had to do that. You had to do that. There was a lot of movie. I parts. nailed it every time. <laughs> Did you get me nailing it? Yeah. That was the key to it right there. He's like, I'm sorry, I forgot to turn the camera on. Can you do that again? Oh. Oh. Okay. So, uh, too much fun. So in the show, uh, corporations are very powerful. Is that kind of a commentary on today's times? Very much, I think you guys would agree, one of the themes is being stuck in a situation and not being able to figure your way out. A lot of us can relate to that, just the lack of upward mobility increasingly in society. And this show really epitomizes that and the lengths you go to to try and change your lot life. For, you know, like Sam, Sam Heist, Casper's character, will do anything to provide for his family, you know, even if it means 80% chance of mortality. Yeah. So and you're saying there's a job that pays well. It's good. <laughs> Probably not going to make it. One of my favorite parts, one of my favorite scenes, and you guys will all remember, and I'm sitting there with the bosses, and we're listening to all of their motivations on why they signed up. You know, it's basically it's everyone's introduction. And so I mean, they're eating green grits and red grits and yellow grits. And uh, and then do you guys remember your opening? Yeah. Um, and it was just wonderful um, how it was written and how it was laid out. And each character, and my character has a reason, which is beautifully written as well. But listening to why you joined and why you joined and why the other Reapers, you know, are there. And it was just, it was beautiful because as you said, they all have reasons, they all have a purpose, and they're all different. And it humanized them as well. And again, it goes back to to your great writing on that. Oh, well, thank you, Matt. You know, honestly, working with Sean Michael Argo, the author, and working with Jamie Thompson and Sean and everyone was really a great process because the first episode in particular, there was a lot of added material that we fleshed out. Because, you, know, you know, the books just kind of jump right into it. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily work for a TV show. You kind of have to start a little sooner and show how it came to be. And that was a really fun opportunity to kind of, you know, I really enjoyed working on that scene and seeing it come to life. So sometimes, like in movies, if you read the book first, you know, the movie's kind of ruined. And sometimes if you read the movie first, you don't want to slog through the books. If you had to recommend, should people watch this first or would they get appreciation if they have read the book? I have an unpopular opinion in general on this. I think you should always watch the movie or show first. And then the book is great supplemental material. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm yeah. Because, how, because how often if you read the book first, you're never satisfied with mm-hmm. the thing. That's because it's in your head and you're yeah. like, they didn't do what I thought yeah. it was going to be. You story yourself when you read. I mean, you create story in your head as you're yeah, reading. And right. when you watch it, sometimes you feel disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And when I see something I really like and I find out there's a book or I know there's a book, then I go read it and it enhances the experience. It's like it's like bonus material. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh no, I get extra from something I already enjoy. Because so you know, I do the same thing. Because the beauty of Shawn Michaels' writing is he has such a vision for combat and like he's so detailed about the beats and you really feel it's immersive. 
and you know, like a lot of it translates into the filming, and Sean did a great job capturing it. But of course, you know, like ten pages of an action description might only be three minutes on screen. So if you want to get all of it, you got to read the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys actually did a really awesome job of expanding Harold. I'm really grateful because the book there's not a whole lot on Harold, and so they they, diver they diversified his history a little bit, and they did that with like all the characters, where they gave a little bit more um, development in there because. Um, like you said, the book is wicked, and you can read it and you're just like this, reading the book, because you're like, this is such good action. But we want to flesh out some of that start. Are you, are you trying to stay close plot-wise to the book? Or are you like, hey, we're Game of Thrones style, we're going off on it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not Game of Thrones style, that's, that's probably not what people want to hear. <laughs> Honest to God, um, it hews very closely to the story of the book. I mean, it's the same story, just told in a very slightly different way. You know, you reorder some things, maybe you add a few beats, or you take away a few things. But it's just it's it's a fascinating process. And Shawn Michael was exceptionally easy to work with. He wasn't overly precious about anything. If I said, "Hey, maybe we lose this or we move it around," he was like, "Yeah, do it." He's he's honestly, as far as like novelists, because I, I have worked with a couple. He's so cool that way. Yeah. Like he's like, hey, that's a really cool idea. I'm not gonna implement that into the future books. Like, it's so cool that way. He I'm sent like, me a really funny text today. He was like, so I'm adapting one of my own books and doing this process for the first time myself, and I have a newfound respect for what you would. Because <laughs> he's like, this is brutal. I can't. I'm cutting my own stuff. It's really hard to 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 uh, adapt from books to. Yeah. Well, it's almost like you want to have two separate lives, right? Like you have a child, and then you're like, it's like the toddler to the, whatever age that is. You still want to be kind of the same, but really grown up different personalities. You know, I think the whole fun of it is having two slightly different things that are supplemental and complementary. Because, I mean, if you watch a movie and then you read the book and it's just beat for beat the same, you're like, well, what did I read it for? <laughs> you know, it's nice to have a little bit of difference. <laughs>